What do you get when you mix jobs, trivia, and a pair of podcast hosts ready for a challenge? That's right, it's game time. Get ready to join the fun on this episode of Career Chats with Katie and Robin. Hey, Katie. Hey, Robin. So I got another grab bag of jobs for us to play a little game. I love these game episodes. I do too. I think they're so fun and I learned so much. For real. Okay. So today, this one's a little different. Today, I have four jobs inside the film industry for people who love the idea of working with movies, but who don't want to be in front of the camera. Oh. And unlike other times we played this game, I'm going to give you a little quick description up front. And then I got a series of questions for you, sort of multiple choice. Oh, this is exciting. Okay. Okay. So it's just four jobs this time so that you have less to keep in your brain. Okay. And most of these jobs, I'm guessing people have heard of. So they're nothing too outrageous. I'm ready. Job number one is a film critic. Uh, so a movie critic, as I'm sure we all know, is a columnist or journalist who writes reviews of movies for the public. Some will work for professional publications like newspapers, magazines, or entertainment websites, while others are just freelancers who work on contract for companies or publish articles and content on their own. Um, There are also those who focus on academic movie criticism who may teach in a university setting. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, so... Big, huge uh, spectrum here of where you could be a film critic. Okay, so that's job number one. Okay. Job number two is a special effects makeup artist. Oh. So special effects makeup artists are responsible for creating the looks you see on screen. They're often tasked with transforming actors into creatures, aliens, otherworldly beings, or they could just be called upon to create wounds, injuries, or other physical effects that need to look realistic, but can't necessarily be achieved through traditional means like prosthetics. Okay. Okay. A special effect makeup artists must have a strong understanding of human anatomy and physiology in order to accurately apply their makeup and ensure it stays in place through filming. And this requires an attention to detail and an eye for realism that not all makeup artists possess. Yeah. So it is a specific subset of the whole makeup artist industry. Yeah. Okay. So that's job number two. Job number three is a casting director. Mm. Casting directors are the ones who find the stars that bring the characters in our films or TV series to life. And they are hired by the production company to match actors to roles. So a casting director has to first read the script. They meet with producers and directors to get a sense of the type of person they're looking for. Casting directors need to know the talent that's out there. They attend theater productions and graduation shows to spot potential actors. They organize auditions and look at headshots, demos, and reels. Then they present a selection of candidates to the producer and director, and together they'll make the final decision. Okay. Okay. That's job number three. And the last job for today is a talent agent. Oh. Yeah. So talent agents represent actors, singers, performers, and other entertainers in the entertainment industry. They schedule and book auditions for their clients. Uh, They negotiate contracts to secure favorable benefits, payments, and future projects. And in Hollywood, it is necessary to have a talent agent to become a working actor in a TV show or film. Okay. Okay. So let me just quick tell you the four jobs. So they're in your head. So job number one is a film critic. Job number two is a special effects makeup artist. Number three, casting director. And number four, 
talent agent. Okay. I wrote them down quickly because I knew you were going to ask me questions next and I wanted to remember the title. So I do have them written down. Oh, you're such a good student. I I take my games (laughs) seriously. Awesome. Okay. So question number one, which job on average makes the most money? Wow. Okay, so I I would hope actually that it was the special effects makeup artist, but I have a feeling that it's probably more like a talent agent. No, no. We're going to go with casting director. Are you sure? Is that your final answer? Final answer, casting director. Wah, wah. Oh, you were right no. with your first guess. Oh, see, I need I need to trust my gut. Have I learned nothing? Yes. So a talent agent, on average, makes the most of this group. So in the US, a talent agent makes, on average, just over $78,000. Okay. Talent agents in Los Angeles, the average goes up to 95000 That makes sense. And the the top 10% of agents can make $350,000 or more a year. Wow. Where did you find all of this specific? Lots of different links. We'll leave all these links in the show notes so you can follow the rabbit hole that I took. I love this. Yeah. So just for reference, the other three jobs. So number two was the casting director. So you were close. And really, it's so close with the average at 76000 a year mm. that the fact that you were going back and forth between the two just shows that you actually actually really do know what's going on. So I'm going to give you a point. Um, with the casting director, the average is 76000 a year. But once you start having experience, it goes up. Okay. With 20 years or more, you could be making up to 135000 a year. So if you commit to the to the job, you can make a really good living down the road. Right. And, you know, 76 is is not a bad starting pay. Although in California, it's not the best pay. If you have to live in Hollywood, cost of living is high. Right. Movie Critic comes in at number three. Although... This is one that I think is probably the widest spread. Mm. Um, so the average pay is 62000 a year with the top 10% earning 122000 But a lot of those people who are doing it just for fun, blogging, you know, they may be making, it, it could just be a side hobby. They can be making nothing or just you know, five, ten thousand dollars a year in extra side income. So I, I would imagine the spread gets diluted because anyone could do this job. Right. But the professionals on average uh, starting pay is sixty two thousand. And then number four, which you had hoped was making the most money, is definitely at the bottom at forty thousand a year, and that's the special effects makeup artist. Okay, that is way too low. It is too low. But this is such a specific niche that like you not everybody can do this at all. Not not even half of us, not even 10 per- I don't know. Yeah. Well, and when you think about how much, especially the big movies, right? Surely they're paid a lot more. The top 10% will make 86,000. And you're living in a higher cost living area when when you are working on these big movies. Those movies are raking in billions of dollars. Oh, I hope they make more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. LA is not cheap. <sighs> okay. So good job. I, I'm going to I'm gonna give you that one. I think you got it because the two really were so close and you kept going back and forth. So gold star, Katie. Thanks. Okay. Question number two, which of these four jobs require a college degree? Oh, 
Are we talking like any college degree or like a bachelor's? Any college degree. We'll say any. Ah. And it might be a trick question. None of them. Technically, none of them require a college degree. Um, Film critics, those working for more traditional platforms, uh, will most likely need a minimum of a bachelor's degree to get in this field because a lot of them are working for newspapers and they want them to have like a journalism degree or an English degree or even a degree in film or television, you know, something to prove that expertise. A talent agent, there really is no educational requirements, but earning a degree in business management or related fill may make you a more valuable candidate in the job market. For a special effects makeup artist, they usually have at least a high school diploma and then a lot of employers prefer to hire candidates who have a bachelor's degree in theater, fine arts, or a similar field. Mm. And some of those classes you can expect, I knew a lot of theater majors at school who had to take uh, makeup artist classes. You know, they had to learn at least the bare minimums. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, they'll be expected to take classes in anatomy, sculpting, painting, drawing, acting. But like all artists, a lot of it is if you have the portfolio to, to back it up, to back up your skills, then you're usually good to go. And then for a casting director, there's no specific qualification or training. The most important thing is to have a wide knowledge of film or TV productions and to be well informed about new and existing actors. So you need good taste and an eye for talent. You also need experience working with actors. And this is a senior role. So generally you're coming into this because you've paid your dues uh, working in the industry to work up to becoming a casting director. Okay. I'm glad you added that information because I was going to say, well, then how do you become, you don't need, you're, you're not required to do anything and you can just say, hey, I'm going to be a casting director today. Yeah. No, like there's assistant casting director. And then below that, I, you know, second assistant casting director and and like all of the jobs in film, as I did research for this episode, so many of the jobs, it's really about networking and getting involved early, early on, doing whatever you know little job you can and getting to know the people in the industry as a whole. It seems to be a very who you know and paying your dues yeah. to get up into the higher ones. I would imagine that some of them would work as like personal assistants just on on sets mm -hmm. before even moving into this avenue. Yeah. This is really interesting to me because it's like so far removed from anything I personally thought about growing up. Yeah. It's not your traditional academic go to college right. and then enter the field. It's, it's a whole other world that you have to understand to really get your foot in the door. And I think probably depending on where you grew up in the country is going to also impact the influence on your knowledge of this space and wanting to go into this space. Yes. There's a reason why so many actors had parents who were actors, right? Or it's, it is, it feels like uh, it's its own family in a way that it helps to know people. And not just because, and not just because like of nepotism, but just that's how you learn, right? That's the education. Exactly. Yeah. One last question. Which of these four jobs did I secretly wish I could do? And this, I, I, this was long after I'd finished college. I'd started my family. This was just like in the last three or four years when I really learned about the job that I thought, oh, I want to do that. Okay. So... Because I know you like writing and Robin has published books, people, and because you used to have a blog, film credit, 100% film credit. Oh, you would be incorrect. Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like reviewing. I mean, heck, we follow each other on Goodreads. We both read a lot and I hate leaving reviews. <laughs> 
No, a casting director. We were watching, this was during the pandemic. My husband and I went through all like the Marvel movies in chronological order. And there was a special attached to one of the movies where it did this feature on Sarah Finn, who's like the main casting director for Marvel. And just listening about this, it just seemed like so, it's not the job for me because I am not extroverted. I'm not a people person. I don't want to live in California. So I will never have this job. But the process of like matching the right person to the role, I think sounds so fun. I Okay. I'm so shocked. So shocked. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) It's like you don't even know me. (laughs) That was really fun. That was different than our other grab bags. I liked that a lot. Yeah. And you did a great job. Thank you. So I hope all those listening, um, if you are interested in the film industry, there are so many really interesting jobs. We will leave links in the show notes so you can start going down the rabbit hole. But it's it's really exciting, I think, for those who are interested in the industry. All right, Katie. Well, good job. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Career Chats is hosted by Katie Huddleston and Robin Coney. Show notes and guest info can be found on our website, careerchats.show. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, stay curious.